I'm, I've read this article. Yeah. This is by Lee Matthews on concussion. I want to run this by oh, this you. This is a serious one. This is a serious. Okay. okay, let's go serious here for a minute because this is a serious topic and mm-hmm. there's a lot of discussion, obviously, around this at the moment. Actually, the AFL guy, their lawyer guy, is it Stephen Mead? Yes. He used the unfortunate word of a lot of noise around this when he did a... There is a lot of noise. Yeah, I know. Justifiable. I I don't think noise is the right way to describe this discussion that's around concussion. Anyway. A lot of debate. Lee Matthews says, uh, for all the tightening of the rules to prevent contact, in my opinion, uh, the the modern game... Um, on display, aggression, high speed. These are the reasons why the game is more dangerous than it was back in the day that Lee Matthews played. Lee, okay. Lee is saying that the game is more dangerous today. He's saying the game is more dangerous today because there's more aggression, there's high speed attack on the context, a contest, which he says, look, I find admirable, but also dangerous. The courage displayed. He says the courage displayed by the modern day footballer is reckless Players are bigger, stronger, more powerful, and they're fresher too because of the interchange. He says if you want the game to be safer, fatigue, he thinks fatigue is the answer. So he thinks that the solution is to massively reduce or eliminate the interchange. He says the rotations. And the rotations. So he's saying that if we were serious, that should be a major consideration. Kevin Bartlett mantra. He's been going on about that for 20 years. For different reasons, though. KB said to stop the congestion, you needed to fatigue the players. KB's saying to stop the recklessness. Sorry, Lee is saying to stop the recklessness and to reduce the instances of contact and head knock and trauma and that type of thing. Mm. The players need to be fatigued more. What do you think about that? I understand where he's coming from. They're better prepared. The, the fact is that they are than he. So he's comparing it to his day. Mm. So they are because by virtue of the fact that they're professional athletes, they are prepared so much better. Their capacity to run harder for longer is pronounced compared to what it was back in our day. Mm. The fact that they come on off the ground regularly means they're fresher. So that again, that's what Lee's saying. They, you know, they hit harder and more more violently. Um, yeah, I, I see all of that. And the recklessness comes about, I think, the show the courage aspect comes about because there's a scrutiny now that wasn't there back in the day. And that, you know, for whatever reason, these players now are more inclined to go, yeah, I'll... I'll cause one Do you of the, think the game's more reckless? Here is this. Running back with a flight was once a Jonathan Brown specialty. Now it's quite normal. One reason for this courage is a performance pressure that compels them to always put their body on the line. So the, the performance pressure comes from within and the scrutiny from without. Yeah. So I, I, I get all that. I don't know how you change it though. Do you think though that players are more reckless than they've ever been? <sighs> yeah. Well, reckless is an interesting term. Um, I think they're more calculated in when they go and when they don't like, but that's the opposite of reckless. Yeah, yeah well, that's because I – so those running with the flight things, I think players sum it up a lot better. So they calculate, okay, there's no one coming back at me the mm. other way, so I'll run with the flight. Mm. We used to look at that, and our Brownie's mark is, and mm. Nick, Nick's mark is mm. because they just come and there's someone coming the other way. They did. Now they'll look at it and go, no, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm mm. cal- I've calculated that. I'll go and have a crack at that. Do you know what the answer is? No. And it's a very obvious answer. What? Really obvious. We need to get Ian Stewart and Tony Jewell back with a hose and just start watering the grounds and turning them into a bog mud heap. And I'm 
I'm no, half that, joking yeah, here, no, but that's, back that's in another, the day, that would be another element. Back in the sure. day, we played on muddy tracks, right? Mm. So that slowed everybody down. Did. So you didn't have these fast, clean, open running tracks that every pretty much every. You, when was the last time you saw mud? No, we haven't. We don't have mud. You just don't see the glue pot anymore, do you? But but this and that is... was just that was just part of every ground that you played on in winter time. It started to rain. The ground got heavy, it got gluey, and the ball would just stick. And mm. it was hard to build up any speed and power because that was the that was the stop. So but this is the discussion not that long ago was we need to move the ball. That's we, right. We, we, so you've got to, these two different dynamics yeah, working yeah. at the same time. So we, we, um, Stephen Hawking put in rules in place that said we need to get this ball moving faster. Free the Sharon. That's what we've been trying yeah, to do. That's right. And that therefore the fatigue factor, like fullback kick-ins, just bang, go. Mm. All, the, yeah. all those you know, play, play on, you know, stand on mm. the mark, all that, that was all designed to not slow it down. And for t- that, that, that's designed for it to go. Yeah. And with, in conjunction with the rotations, that ain't slowing down one bit. Mm. So what you're saying is that to deal with concussion and the instances of head trauma, hey, it has to be dealt in a different way. I don't know what the answer is because we it is an overtly physical game. And mm. there have been a number of things that are put in place to try and mitigate, you know, head knocks. And they will continue, I'm sure. Um, you know, like Sam, Sam Pelpepper, maybe he's going to miss another week or two um, over and above what would normally be the case because of where we're at. Now, that's not, you know, it's not having a crack at Sam Pelpepper. That's a reflection on where we are in this whole debate. If you, Unless you get the contact element out, we're always going to have them. The AFL was reported the other day, the AFL in their defence of the class action is saying that everybody should know, any player should know what the risk, the inherent risks are when you play a game of AFL football. Yep. Do the AFL, you know when they have the induction, introduction day mm-hmm. or induction day, whatever they call it, yep. when all the young players yep. get it and they sort of go through all the different rules and regulations yep. and everything they're going to encounter playing AFL football, that type of thing. Would it be a stupid thing for them to sit there and watch the movie Concussion as part of that and then no. have a medical person there post that and say, okay, well, let's just talk about the things that you've just seen. Let's just talk about them now and how it might relate to you. Because no, you be. need to understand, you need to understand when you play this game and the risks associated with playing this game and colliding with somebody, the head trauma impact that may come as a result of that and how it may manifest itself later in life, you need to be cognizant of all those things before you step out there and play this game because they are risks that are associated with playing a collision sport like AFL football. Yeah, I think that they would understand those risks anyway. The reason But they're saying that it, no, I don't no, think they do. Well the reason that that would be a good idea would be to say if you don't take this element of the game seriously, one in ten I'm reading today, one in ten players have fudged their concussion tests or one in ten have failed to report a concussion. That's right. So that is the reason why. That's right. But they yeah, need then, to under, that's but they need to understand the seriousness of doing what you're talking no, about. No, that's why I'm saying because they're still doing it, right? So they know that it's a dangerous sport. They, know they would know. They've been playing it since they're six. They know that's gonna get potential head knocks, but what you do with that head knock is what is where the learning is and where okay. the change in behaviour needs to come. What I'm saying, and, though... And sorry, just if I can continue. I was always sceptical about this and, you know, the 12 days and the reporting until um, uh, Murphy, Nathan Murphy, mm. he was cleared to play in a grand final, Tim. was always our point. Yep. Oh, yeah, what players... Nathan Murphy took himself off the ground 
in a grand final, yep. living his dream. Mm. Doctors said, no, you're past. You can play. So you can continue to live the dream. And he was self-aware enough to say, no, I'm not right here. That, to me, is the biggest step forward in this whole concussion thing. And Andrew Bra- Angus Brayshaw just got retired by the system. Angus didn't want to retire. So all of these, you know, we've had articles written by so-called people who think they know better, journalists who think they know better than the player or the club or the player's family saying, oh, he should retire. This boat, let the system do its stuff because we're now seeing evidence that it is working in terms of how serious and how responsible the players are being in the system is. Let's take a break.